Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Tonight, I've kind of put this guy off for a little while, but no longer. B. John Robinson, junior running back, Texas, 5'11", 215 pounds, pretty much the unquestioned 101 in this class. And to bring on, to talk about Bijan, I brought on my 101 of guests, Mr. John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. I was going to have three monster drinks to join you, but I decided that it would just be better <laughs> if I didn't have any additional caffeine. I, I got enough energy despite being late at night uh, after a long work day. So you got uh, me on a mellow mood tonight, Dwight, so our listeners should be happy. <laughs> I've had a long day too. We picked up a new refrigerator and we've done all this stuff. And like, I'm, I'm whooped. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling brother, but I feel like I'm perpetually whipped at my age. So anyway, (laughs) 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 I'm always tired. Anyways, real quick, we'll go over his profile. He's from Tucson, Arizona. He was a five-star running back with a nine, nine, two, eight composite, the 15th ranked player in the class of 2020. Um, he was either earning back one for everybody or running back two. Zach Evans was also a five-star. Bijan hit the ground running, 703 yards, four touchdowns as a junior, or as a freshman, geez. 15 receptions that year as well. As a sophomore, he really established himself as a starter. 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, 26 catches, 295 yards, four more touchdowns. Great year, but then this year, he really, really put it all together. 258 carries for 1,580 yards, 18 touchdowns, 19 catches, 314 yards, and he was a consensus All-America and the Doak Walker Award winner. Averaged 6.3 yards per carry over his career, 8.2 yards per carry last year. Super impressive. It's crazy. And this year, I mean, he didn't have to run the combine, but he did, and he showed out. 4.46 40-yard dash, 37-inch vert, 10-foot, 4-inch broad jump so i was surprised he did that but he came and he said this is me i am number one so i like it all right john what do you see on tape that makes me john i mean how is this guy going to succeed at the next level so i think the first thing you alluded to it was the incredible athleticism he has i don't you know he's 215 pounds dwight and he looks every bit he holds the weight well he has got an incredible frame. He's 5'11", so you have this perfect combo of size and height and frame. So he looks every bit the part. And then athletically, I mean, to run a 4'4", 6", at 215 pounds, so we have uber athleticism for a big man at the NFL level. But how he wins on the field, one, he's a bell cow. What we all want, and those of us who are of an older, longer generation in the fantasy game. We remember when there used to be 320, 340 touch running backs, right? Remember the 90s and the turn of the century. Those are slowly falling away, my good friend. But Bijan profiles as your classic bell cow running back. What makes him so special and why he can stay on the field? I think his vision between the tackles, Dwight, is unfreaking believable. I like to grade running backs from the inside out. I believe that to be a bell cow at the NFL level, Dwight, you have to be able to run between the tackles. You can have a nice career if you are a, a wide, you know, a zone runner on the outside, but eventually it's going to catch up with you and you're limited in your ceiling. 
Bijan Robinson, his vision in the hole, and what makes it spectacular is his ability to make lateral cuts and jump cuts. I mean, Dwight, it's out of it's incredible for a man 215 pounds to be able to see out of his peripheral vision and then not only see it, to be able to make that physical jump cut within a millisecond and just really leave a linebacker's ankles twisted. That is his trait between the tackles at that level is stupendous. Now, he also has the ability to just punch you in the face. I mean, if there is a linebacker yeah. there or a defensive lineman, he can get low and punch you. So you have this incredible ability to run between the tackles combined with size, speed, and power. Now, I said he's a three-down back, Dwight. He can run wide. He can get wide. And if you leave him the outside, he's going to beat you to the outside, and he has the speed to sprint down the field. So we have a back who can do anything, and then he's a good receiver. I don't necessarily – he's close to Nate Najee Harris and Saquon Barkley. I'm not sure if he's better, but, man, I'm putting the same bucket as pass receivers because you can see Bijan. He's making catches 30 yards down the field in the middle of traffic with one hand. I think there's this one play where he's literally sprinting down the hash mark. It's not a great throw, and he just secures it with one hand. It's an amazing catch. This young man can do everything. His hands are good. His route running's good, and his ability between the tackles is spectacular, Dwight. Oh, yeah. Everything you said is just top-notch. The fact that What's I think most impressive about the way he cuts is that he doesn't lose speed. Like his feet, his footwork is so damn good that like his feet just they they move. It's it's different to watch him run and you watch the pace. Like he runs and you watch like other guys run. It's just like he doesn't lose any sort of speed. He stacks moves, he pinballs off of people, he's got this burst, and then once he gets out in the open, the top end speed, then he can just level you and then he goes. It's just like pick your poison with him. I mean, man, it's so hard to bottle him up. He has been an absolute joy to watch at college. So is there anything that concerns you? Is there anything that could, every once in a while, you see contrarians on Twitter, like this is as high as his value will ever be, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, what if we're overhyping this guy? What if we are? What, what, what do you think could hold him back? I think if we put him in the wrong scheme, I mentioned he can get wide. But Dwight, he should not be running a wide zone like, you know, Shanahan runs. Now, he can physically take the punishment, but I don't want my back to take the punishment if he doesn't have to, right? If you're running him out on wide zones constantly and he's getting hit at the upper body, while I, I feel like he has much more ability to absorb the pain than some of the younger backs that the Dolphins and the 49ers have employed in the last couple of years. I don't want him taking that kind of punishment. I want a scheme that is diversified and use Bijan in enough ways that he can take uh, advantage of his unique skills because he's so good at so many things. And then, Dwight, we got to get him with an offensive coordinator that throws him the ball. I don't want any rotation on this young man. I want him in there on three down backs. I project him as a 40 catch guy at minimum, right? 
he might get 60 receptions in the in a great year, but at least 40 receptions to me is the floor. We just got to make sure the offense coordinator gets him the ball out in space. The only thing is, what if he had like a 15-catch season? That can limit your fantasy upside in PPR scoring. Right. That's Yeah. I mean, if you look at the tape, there's nothing I see that, you know, I, I've read a little bit about, you know, he needs to be a little more decisive. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, um, he's not he's not urgent enough in pass protection. Just something he'll learn. I mean, you, you know, know you know what? Yeah. Why I always go back to this. I remember when I was a kid, the criticism against Jim Brown, the Hall of Famer. Oh, he doesn't like pass blocking or run blocking. I'm like, hey, if you're Jim Brown, you don't have to run block and pass block. <laughs> exactly. And, and if you are putting Bijan Robinson on the field to be your pass blocker, you've got bigger problems on offense. Look, at can he chip someone with his size? Yes. But that's not oh, yeah. why you're putting him on the field, my friend. Right? You want him to get out oh, of yeah. space and catch passes. Yeah, you don't you don't take your fifty thousand dollar Corvette on a dirt road. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> no, you're you're right. There you go. Don't put him on a know. dirt road. <laughs> All right, I love it. <laughs> Rookie rankings, obviously, he's RB one. Do you have him as the overall one hundred and one in every format? Or I do. There's I don't care what the format is. If it's a dynasty league, I'm taking him at the top. There's too much risks at the quarterback position. While I un- understand the upside, there's also a ton of risk. Hey, football has risk, but I'll take this type of running back any day. And, and what I like about him, in my model that I use, I have in the last 10 years that I've been grading people, this is the bucket that Bijan Robinson is in. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Jonathan Taylor, and Brees Hall. Those are the only four. And we know, now forget about Brees Hall's injury. We don't know the long term. But we do know he looked great when he was on the field as a rookie for the Jets. But we know how good Barkley, Elliott, and Taylor have been when they're healthy and they're getting touches. That's what Bijan is in my bucket. I take him number one in any landing spot. This is a fun one. Um, these are all mock drafts within the last like two days. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking anywhere from 10 to the Eagles, 18 to the Lions, 19 to the Bucks. 27 to the Bills, 26 to the Cowboys, 30 to the Eagles, 28 to the Bengals even. So, I mean, everybody's got him. He's a first-round guy. Is there any of those landing spots you would like more than the other or any of them you don't like? I don't like the um, the Texans. I don't. I forgot if you had yeah. said the Texans, so I pop. I don't like them. They do have for two first-rounders, but I don't want them there. To me, the preferred landing spot is the Eagles. But I do not believe that Howie Roseman will take them at number 10. That's not how the Eagles pick. That's not how they value their roster construction. Then the question is, does he slip all the way down to 31? I don't think so. I don't think so, yeah. So so I don't have Philadelphia acquire him. I'll say this. The sweet spot to me in the draft is I don't see how he gets by the Dallas Cowboys at 27. I think the Cowboys at 27 right now. We know Jerry Jones. He's from Dallas. Or, I mean, he's from Texas, Bijan. Jerry Jones loves the shining nugget that's in the draft. I don't see how he, he can pass if he falls to 27. I would be worried if he goes to the commanders, 
just because I don't know what Washington's doing, right? It just right. It's not a team I have confidence in. I'll tell you where's a sneaky spot that I like, and I don't hear a lot of people. Maybe I'm wrong. I like Tennessee. I think with Vrabel and the way he's constructing that team, and we've heard rumors, right? They put Derrick Henry on the block. That's interesting, right? I don't know if they'll be able to trade him because of the salary and all these other considerations. But I think it'd be very interesting because you know what? Vrabel would use Bijan, right? He's not going to play around. He's going to start Bijan out with those 20 touches a game, I think, right away. So those are the ones I would love Dallas and I would love Tennessee the most. Right. I, I mocked him to the Bills in my most recent one, but I don't think he makes it that far. Well, that's 28. Um, okay. Yeah. And I don't understand the Lions. I don't think I, I hear rumblings that there's discontent with DeAndre Swift, but I, I don't think that's a realistic move for them. I, I just don't. It just that seems like an odd fit. And there's a lot of them going to the Lions. There's a lot of people in the last two days that have mocked him to the Lions. So, so I, you know, yeah. can I agree with you, Dwight? How I look at the Lions, they've constructed a team without mm-hmm. investing in the most, other than Swift, a ton of money. I guess you have Jamison Williams. But they've invested in big boys. That offensive line and that defensive line now with Adrian Hutchinson, I would keep building the defense right now. The offense right. isn't the problem, Dwight. Mm-hmm. That's not the problem. And I, I, I just don't see it going to Detroit, my friend. I just it doesn't make no. sense. Not in a stacked running back class. Right. Yeah, I think they may take a depth back late later in the draft. And you know, I, I would love them to get a, someone a little bit later. So all right, John, as usual, is all he's fun to talk to you, man. Give everybody the plug, the spiel, the the whole nine, the sell yourself, baby. Uh, well, thank first, thanks for having me on, Dwight. It's been a pleasure. I love talking football and prospects. So it's kind of an honor to get Bijan Robinson this late in the process. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> but everyone, it is my 10th year of my written profiles on footballdiehards.com. So when I mention my model, I, I only put in players that I've graded over the last 10 years. And that's why I mentioned all those because I've actually graded them, studied them. I feel very comfortable in my model with those players. Um, and then if you want to see, but this is the fourth year that I've been working with my teammate, Matt Hicks, on the Rookie Big Board channel on YouTube. And right now we have um, 20 players that we've already profiled. We do um, four players every week for the next, we have another five weeks. So we should have 20 profiles at the end. And Bijan's up there right now on the Rookie Big Board channel. Nice. Thank you very much, man. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FFPeoplesChamp, this podcast, Daily Draft, RPRT. We are part of the Campus to Canton family. Make sure you check out all of our amazing podcasts and all of our wonderful content on our CampusCanton.com. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.